because we make a difference to the patients. So a lot of them really respect what we do and are so grateful for what we do for them um, because it's given them a quality of life. I can go home knowing I've helped someone. Olympic Channel Podcast. That was nurse and world-class cheerleader Alexandra Banfield. I'm Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. We find the best people to talk about the biggest Olympic talking points every single week. If you love the Olympics, subscribe now wherever you find your podcasts. Olympic Channel podcast. The World Cheerleading Championships at Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida is about to start. And there's no doubt that Team USA are one of the favourites. But don't be fooled, this event is truly global and attracts around 3,000 athletes from 75 nations. The sport itself is on the rise. It was given provisional Olympic status by the International Olympic Committee, which is the first step on a road that could, one day, see the sport at the Olympic Games. Today we're going to focus on Team England and the sport's growing popularity in that country. Coming up, we're going to hear from a nurse who spends her days caring for cancer victims and her free time cheerleading. But first, we sent former pro cheerleader in the NFL and Instagram Don, Gina Scarangella, to find out how big the sport is getting across the Atlantic. She went to London to follow one of the best teams in England. Olympic Channel Podcast. We often associate cheerleading with American football and girls in high school. However, across the pond in the UK, cheerleading is becoming increasingly more popular. After Team England took first place at the Cheerleading World Competition in 2017, they have truly defined themselves as a new contender in the cheer community. I'm here in London to see how cheerleading is growing and what obstacles they face as they continue to push to perform their best as the sport still continues to develop here. One of the top teams in London is Unity All-Stars Team Ruby. I headed where they train in a school gym to check in on one of their practices and see what makes them one of the best teams in England. We both agree, we do one full out tonight. We're gonna do the full walking onto the floor. Just make it great and perform it well. Please welcome onto the floor, Unity All-Stars Ruby! So how far are you all coming from? It takes me about an hour and a half um, when I get the tube and cycle. Um, Some of the girls, I think, takes them like two hours. Why do people travel so far to come here? I think that it's worth, um, you know, the journey to be able to be on this team and be coached by, you know, the best coaches in this country as well. So Tori, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. I'm the programme director of Unity All Stars. I actually started Team England. You get onto this team, you know great things are expected. I did gymnastics growing up and when I went to university, I stopped doing gymnastics and started doing cheerleading there and then I just fell in love with it. It just looked like so much fun and it's just a very loving atmosphere. 
since you kind of transitioned from gymnastics, why do you like cheerleading more? I feel like it's more of a sort of team sport. So gymnastics yeah. is quite individual, but in cheerleading, you've got like 22 other girls on the floor. It's a similar sort of scenario where you're kind of, you're trusting each other, you're throwing each other around, having to catch each other and stuff. And you just build up, you know, a level of trust with your friends and they become, you know, your family as well. All right, so this looks like so much fun. So what are you going to teach me? We're going to teach you the jump. So you're going to take my spot right here. OK. Yeah. <laughs> so the counts are one, two, three, four, swing five, toe touch six, swish three, four, and this then. This is a lot of counts. <laughs> we'll give it a go. <laughs> it's really interesting because they can't just put all of these skills together all at once. They have to actually become individually good. And then once they perfect that, then they're linking it together with all of these other stunts, and then they bring it all together. It's, it's really impressive. The girls, what is their main focus right now? So we have a competition this weekend. So we're going into this weekend hoping for a better run. Right now, everything that we're focusing on is building towards that and developing towards that and bettering ourselves. I am so excited to see how they do on Sunday, and I wish you guys the best of luck. I hope they amaze everyone. I'm Thank sure they're going to blow it out of the water, so. Thank you. Today is competition day, and I am here to meet Ruby team captain Jane. So let's go. Hello. Hi, come in. How long have you been on the team? This is my sixth season. So what has it been like to see the team evolve over time? It's just been incredible because not only has it changed in terms of the people, but actually the momentum has continued. So we've just seemed to have got stronger and stronger each year. It does put that sort of added extra pressure onto like the next year and what's going to happen. Um, but it is just really exciting. How is the competitive season different from the United States? So we start a little bit later. Um, we hold, tend to hold tryouts around summertime, and then we sort of start competing in sort of January, February time. And then you have tryouts right after that again, and it re yeah. restarts? It tends to be like the week after our last competition, we have tryouts. <laughs> Do you usually have a big turn up? Everybody kind of comes on the first day to try out. It's quite it's quite fun as well because you see like loads of new people, but then you get to kind of see all the old people as well, and um, you know, wondering who's sort of coming back and who's not. So I will let you finish getting ready here, and I wish you the best of luck today. And I will be in the stands screaming for you. <laughs> <laughs> thousands of girls compete for a title at the Just Believe Super Regional Competition here at the Olympic Park. Let's go check it out. So what made you want to become a cheerleader? I saw it on like Instagram and I thought it'd be quite interesting seeing us was into like gymnastics and stuff. Were a lot of the teams that you saw on Instagram from the US or were they teams in the UK? Most of them were from uh, America and then obviously it was like searching for ones over here and found that it was actually quite a lot bigger than I thought. get one shot, put everything into it. I don't want you holding anything back. You do it once, you make it great. Please welcome the Unity All-Stars.
With only one chance to perform their routine, it looks like they might take first place, but we'll have to see what the judges think. So a great big round of applause to all of our athletes today here at Just Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, your division champion for Legacies 2018, Just Believe. In the International Open 5 division is Unity All-Stars are more limited than in America, these English teams are striving for perfection any way they can, setting up makeshift gyms in schools and traveling from all over for just to get to practice. It just goes to show their level of determination and their love for the sport. And I cannot wait to see what happens in the future. Olympic Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Gina for that. So... Imagine combining the rigours of being an international athlete with a day job that literally saves lives. Alexandra Banfield does just that. When she isn't representing England on the international stage, she works as a chemotherapy nurse. In eight-hour shifts at the hospital, she helps individuals recover from serious illnesses and ensures those who cannot be cured are as comfortable as possible in their final days or months. Sometimes Alexandra even makes her patients' final wishes come true. She once organised a whole wedding for a terminally ill man whose final wish was to get married before he died. Once a week, Alexandra will finish work and drive to cheerleading training an hour away. She sees her sport as a way to relieve the emotional stress that can sometimes build up during the day. Olympic Channel Podcast. Solihull is just outside Birmingham, Great Britain's second largest city. It's home to a very special woman, Alexandra Banfield. She's getting ready to go back to Florida for the cheerleading world championships. That's on the side of her day job. So I am a nurse by day. I work at a chemotherapy unit at the local hospital and treat patients who come in. So a lot of them really respect what we do and are so grateful for what we do for them um, because it's given them a quality of life. I can go home knowing I've helped someone. Once a week I do cheerleading every every six to four to six weeks I train with Team England preparing for the World Championship. I did gymnastics from a very young age and then I started cheerleading when I was about tw uh, 12. Um, and then, yeah, I'm still doing it now. If I'm training on an evening after work, I finish work and go straight from work to cheerleading and then drive home, so it's a long day, but, yeah, I do enjoy it. 
made friends for life. We train together once a week. We get on really, really well. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll be in contact with them for a long time. England all-girl premier will compete for the first time at level six, the highest level of competition. I don't really think um, we have like, an expectation. This level is very new to me. I've never done level six before, so it's a big learning curve for me and my group. We've grown so much in the past few years. An estimated 3,000 athletes and 75 nations compete at the World Championships. It's a really good experience meeting other people, the competition and just seeing other countries and how they train and how they perform. Cheerleading is not really a known sport as such in the UK. It's becoming more popular. We're trying to get it more known to people. Olympic Channel Podcast. Remember, Alexandra will be representing England at the Cheerleading World Championships in Orlando, Florida on April the 24th to the 26th. And we wish her all the very best. And you can catch her on the final day of action live on olympicchannel.com. If you love cheerleading, then give this podcast a five-star rating on the podcast app. Writing a little review helps us out too. And it could mean that we do more episodes on cheerleading in the future. Another way to show your cheerleading support is to whack up an Instagram story with a link to the podcast on Spotify or wherever, really. Don't forget to tag us too. We are at Olympic Channel across all social platforms. You can follow me on at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E too. If you did enjoy this week's podcast, then why don't you have a listen to our episode called The Tears Behind the Triple Accent Triumph? with figure skater Mariah Nagasu. She missed out on the Olympic team at Sochi 2014, but then at Pyeongchang 2018, she became the first American to land a triple axel at the Olympics. Here's a clip. The day I got back from the Olympic Games and went into the rink, all the girls there were starting to practice their quads and triple axels, and that was amazing for me to see. It was, it was like, they saw me go for it at the Olympic Games and be successful. And then they were like, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it too. And mm. that barrier was broken down. And so uh, for the girls who are willing to put in that effort and to try, I say, why not? Mm-hmm. Like, learn the jumps. Mirai was super honest and open and really worth a listen. Last week as well, we had on Jamaican sprint star Brianna Williams. Big congrats to her as well, as she won both the 200 metre and the 100 metre at the Carifta Games out in the Cayman Islands. Definitely one to watch for Tokyo 2020 and another episode to catch up on if you haven't already given it a listen. That's it for now, though. See you next time. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.